The Forum at 8 on SAFM. At seven minutes past eight here on AM Live. Thank you so much for staying with us this morning. And if you've just tuned in, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it almost seems, you know, unreal that we'll be speaking about something other than the sad news of this past weekend. But we indeed will. Now, vote on whether to expel the National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, NUMSA, from Kasatu has been put on ice. NUMSA and Kasatu have been at odds since the Trade Union Federation suspended its General Secretary, Zwelinzima Vavi. This was after a woman alleged that he had raped her at work. NUMSA stood firmly behind Vavi during his suspension and instituted court proceedings to have Vavi reinstated. Kasatu says that it will convene another special central executive committee to give NUMSA a chance to defend itself against expulsion. So on the forum at 8 this morning, we ask, have Kosatu and NUMSA reached the point of no return? And uh, joining us for uh, the discussion this morning is Ntate Obri Machiki, who is an independent political analyst and a research fellow at the Helen Suzman Foundation. Thanks so much for speaking to us this morning. Aubrey, you there? Yes, I am. Good morning, Sakina. Welcome to the show. And we also have with us Professor Lisiba Tifu, who is Director of the School of uh, Transdisciplinary Research Institute at the University of South Africa. Thanks for your time as well, Prof. Sakina is also Ndate Lisiba Tifu, which is you and Aubrey. Yale Ndate. And then... I mean, just getting to, um, you know, the crux of what is going on here. Or maybe I should ask, what is actually fueling this rift between NUMSA and COSATU to start us off, Aubrey? Well, before I start, let me convey my condolences to the Mayua family, um, the Orlando Pirates family, and the entire soccer fraternity. Um, it, it, it's very difficult to summarize um, what has caused the current twist in, in Kosatu, but, but let me try. Um, if you look at it from the point of view of NUMSA, there, there have been concerns in NUMSA about the independence of the trade union movement in general and the independence of Kosatu in particular. Uh, and, and NUMSA has expressed concern that uh, the participation of uh, Kosatu in the alliance has been at the expense of uh, the independence of Kosatu as a, as a labor federation. They've also raised uh, ideological issues and policy issues. Um, and internally within Kosatu as a result, um, we, we have seen the battle becoming sectionalized um, around two points. One point consists of, um, as, as some might say, the president of Kosatis uh, Dumotlamini, the majority in the Central Executive Committee, um, and unions aligned um, to the president of Kosatu and uh, the CEC. On the other side, um, you have NUMSA and its coalition, NUMSA supported by more or less eight other unions. And for some time, uh, the battle centered around opposition to and support for the General Secretary of Kosatu, 
Nzolinzi Morazi. But at some point also, um, the battle seemed to be centered around two unions, the NUM on, on, on the one side and uh, NUMSA on the other. So you have two kinds of battles going on here. There is a battle by NUMSA to reconfigure uh, the labor space, to render the labor space independent from the political space, if we're talking about proximity to the ruling party, the ANC. But a broader political project has emerged, an attempt to realign politics on the left um, of the ANC. Um, so for now, let, 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 let me leave it there. That, that's how I would summarize mm. it. And then, and, and of course, uh, just looking at last week's uh, CEC, Ntate uh, Lesiba, it was at a point where we are told voting preparation process had been started, and then there's the sudden adjournment or the suspension of that voting process. Why is that? Why do you think it is so difficult for Kosatu and Numsa to actually break up? It, it is much more than Kosatu and Numsa, it is more about the tripartite alliance. And it's also more about the future of the political realignment um, going ahead. I'm saying this precisely because there are more interested parties in seeing at least the alliance still functioning as it ought to or as it had in the past. But unfortunately, a lot of water has gone under the bridge. A lot of harm has been done to the tripartite alliance and necessarily the euphoria of independence has had its day. Realism has crept in, and people are beginning to say it is possible that a country post-independence can be run by alternative parties and also alternative, at least, ideologies other than the one that propelled, guided, and informed at least the liberation struggle. And uh, history says to me, after 20 years, it's either by hook or by crook, that the liberation movement remains in power. So these are pains of labor. I'm one of those who said there was a time for the alliance, and that time, that time has passed, and we have to concede and we have to accept. But I understand it's a difficult process. These are pains of labor, but that time has come. It doesn't matter how, how long it takes. It is when and not whether. Mm. But the alliance partners, uh, they obviously do not think so. And uh, whenever this question has been posed to them, uh, they have vehemently denied this and, um, you know, put forward arguments as to why this is not the case. Why do you think that is? It's out of political opportunism and expediency. Because once they, they fall out with each other, they come to embrace and articulate precisely what objective independent people who have no vested interest in the alliance but in the country would express. If they were to be consistent, even when they had moved away from the membership of the alliance, then I would at least concede with respect that their bona fides are not in question. And of course, uh, Zuelin Zimavavi here on Friday actually admitted, you know, uh, the fact that the leadership of of Kosatu is in paralysis. But looking at the information that we have at our disposal, Ntate Obri, is there a strong case for Kosatu to actually expel Numsa at this point? Well, if if, if you look at uh, the constitution of Kosatu, um, it it appears, at least to me, 
that NUMSA over demands have been in violation um, of uh, the Kosatu constitution, and, and, and therefore expelling them from uh, the Labour Federation should be um, a straightforward matter. But that's not the case. Um, because to understand why it has been so difficult uh, to expel NUMSA um, and, 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 and why the battle has taken so long is something you cannot limit to uh, the Constitution. Now, let me demonstrate the, the, the difficulties all sides um, are facing here. Now, it is very clear to me that you can talk about two kinds of people on both sides of this Kosato battle. You, you have what I call the kamikaze pilots. Um, on, on the side of those who are opposed to the NUMSA coalition, who want NUMSA to be expelled, irrespective of the cost to the Labour Federation. On the side of NUMSA, similarly we have uh, kamikaze pilots too, um, who want to break away from Kosatu, irrespective of the cost to NUMSA itself. And on both sides we have uh, the pragmatists. Now, if you look at it from the point of view of uh, NUMSA, um, th- there is an extent to which um, NUMSA is becoming overstressed because, as I said, its fight is about the reconfiguration of the labor space and, and the reconfiguration of politics on the left of um, the ANC. Now, for a long period of time, the gambit that was available to NUMSA to play was that of threatening to split from Kosatu in order to force concessions out of the CEC. But at its own uh, special congress in December last year, NUMSA did not win sufficient support for the idea of splitting um, from Kosatu. Now, if you look at it from the point of view of uh, the ANC, the ANC does not want um, a split to occur, given the negative impact that this might have, not only in the labor space, but um, at a political level. If you look at it from the position of uh, the CEC, um, for instance, uh, I don't think there's much of an incentive there um, to push uh, NUMSA out, given, first of all, the fact that this is the largest affiliate of COSAT. We're talking about 300,000 plus uh, members of NUMSA. Um, But at the same time, there are financial implications. According to some reports, uh, NUMSA contributes in June about 1.8 million rand per month. Now, this may, uh, may, may or may not be correct, but it, it, it does explain that there, there is a financial um, consideration. But if you go back to NUMSA, there's always the possibility that uh, if, if NUMSA splits from COSATU, uh, the majority of NUMSA members might not follow uh, those who have decided to split from COSATU. So if you look at it from the position of the CEC, um, I think there would be an incentive for them to expel NUMSA once there is certainty that the expulsion of NUMSA would also coincide with the majority of NUMSA members staying within NUMSA. At the same time, NUMSA is to consider the impact this will have on its uh, political projects because there are issues of timing and resources that must be deployed and, and the danger, as I said, of being overstretched.
And Ntatilisiba, can Kosatu afford to lose Numsa, given the numbers that uh, Aubrey has just shared with us? And conversely, can Numsa afford to find itself outside the fold of the biggest trade union federation in the country? Yes and no, on both sides. Kosatu is paralyzed. And uh, it, in the court of public opinion, it has lost its, its credibility to restore that it might have to take bold decisions. But then there is a price to pay if you take that route. Uh, you may indeed win, or you may lose completely. So you have to balance that and take a, 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 a rationalized decision as to whether, even if we were to lose uh, um, NUMSA, you would still be able to make it politically and within the labor movement space. NUMSA on the other side as well is also faced with a challenge that says uh, you have a history of having been what you were and you are what you are today precisely because you are a member of, of NUMSA. Being a standalone might be more daunting for them, but at the same time, they seem to have the financial muscle. They seem to be reading the political climate reasonably well. Who else would have thought that a young child in the name of EFF could be born and make such an impact within less than 12 months. So that may be also a motivating factor for them because a lot has changed, politically speaking, in the country. And there is a desire for new role players, new personalities, and new parties. And indeed, uh, we can expect that uh, we'll see more role players into both labor space and the political space. There is a point here for me listening to Aubrey and so on. Uh, I'm sure Lusa would also say to itself, why is it that the recommendation of the report in the main phase, let's revisit, from the ANC team, let's revisit this matter after 2016. Have they had this before? Have other many people had, had some, 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 that type of reasoning? I, I would want to believe that uh, come 2016, again, it would be Yes, we have got your vote. Yes, you have set the purpose, but we'll talk after another 2016. So it's a, a, a route traversed before, perhaps with disappointment. Hence, people might say it is now, and now it is the time to part ways or to bury the hatches and then start afresh. Thanks for tuning in to the Forum at 8 this morning. Our question, have Kosatu and Numsa reach the point of no return. That's what we're asking this morning. And we have with us Professor Lisiba, Lisiba Tifo as well as Aubrey Machiki. And taking your calls right now on 891 Let's speak to Mujalifa. Good morning. Good morning, Well, thanks to you. The line is not great, Mujalifa. Do you just want to move around slightly? See if we can get a better reception. Okay, it's not great, so please make your point quickly. Okay, no, my point is I'm coming in as a family member, and I think what Munsa is doing is a clear indication that the time for uh, the alliance is over, because when you go to the workplaces, the very same party that we are in alliance with, uh, and we having uh, court orders, uh, arbitration orders for implementation at different workplaces, it is a very serious problem for such things to be implemented. You see, so mm-hmm. I'm of the same view that Munsa is uh, uh, having a point that 
Uh, in one way or the other, we need to agree that the time for the alliance is no longer uh, relevant. Uh, we need to, uh, into, uh, the, the, the labor must uh, stay as labor and represent workers and states. We can't be in alliance when there are elections, as, is, as it is the case now. Okay. The alliance only works towards the elections. Got you there, uh, Mujalif. I'll get our analysts to comment on that. Uh, Bonagela and Kailicha, good morning. A very good morning, SK. Hi. And uh, and good morning to the two gentlemen and your guest. You know, one thing that I would like to say here, it's just a pity Ivan Jin is not uh, amongst your, your guest speakers. I was just going to say one thing, once and for all. They are really cowards. You know, if, if they go start to threatening to kick them out, you know, to take them away from Kassant, and yet they are claiming to be the largest, you know, I mean, why they can't just go away and form their own political party, of which I strongly believe most people will follow them. And uh, another thing, if ever, if ever they can think of their listening, allow them to be kicked out by Kosato, go and join, if they join AMCO and form a political party. Because one thing that I've noticed here, the former president of NOMSA, Cedric Trina or Gina or something, is forming, uh, is, is going around, they're forming something like, uh, I think that is something that is going to replace NOMSA here. I think it's, it's called um, National you know, not Metal of South Africa, something like that. So it is quite clear to me, as far as I can see, because they're threatening to pick up NOMSA, it's going to be replaced by this new metal union. Mm. Okay, uh, before I let you go, Bonagela, you say that NUMSA are cowards for not just walking away. What about Kasatu? Why uh, don't you think they are cowards then uh, by that very same token uh, for not expelling NUMSA if they have the opportunity to do so? Yeah, most probably. Probably you're right there. You understand my point. Maybe you're right, yeah. Okay, most got you. Because, yes. Thanks. Okay, because thanks. It's going, it's going to be replaced by this, set, by this new union of, of set of, you know, something like that. Okay. And I want to, you know, uh, pick our analyst brains on that this morning as well. But let's go to Tabiso in Pulukwane. Good morning, Tabiso. Uh, good morning, Sakina. How are you? Good and you? Sakina, I think uh, the issue of the Federation and NOMSA. Uh, uh, I think we need to be able to look at it broadly. Particularly, start by saying that um, this is this this are the this is a union NUMSA and the federation that was formed by various struggles, and I, I find it very difficult for both of them uh, if they are unable to find uh, a solution to the problems that could exist. Because uh, this union have existed alongside. But also the other question that we also need to be able to ask ourselves is that whether the separation between the two is in the best interest of the workers. And mm. if it's not in the best interest of the workers, something needs to be done. Because we, we must agree that in this country, workers must unite and be able to make sure that they fight whatever uh, they are affected within their, their own employment. Then we started from there. The last of uh, the last of having a political party for me is not in the best interest of the workers. You don't exist because of workers. They don't exist because the one who wants to lead the workers in terms of uh, 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 being president and so on and so forth. Thank you. 
All right. Uh, thank you so much, Tabiso and Pulukwane. Have Kosatu and Numsa reached a point of no return? We took three calls before the break. But before I get to our panel, I just want to read some of the tweets as well as the SMSs that we received on this particular subject. Uh, Jacques Cupido says, Rift in Kosatu is caused by a personality cult. Dillinger says, Numsa has fears that even if they go out, they won't survive in the communist socialism arena if they don't join the EFF. Humutso Maluleka says, yes, they have reached that point. Too many ideological conflicts, backstabbing and character assassinations. Chris Maxson's contribution is that Kasatu is battling post-liberation need to be relevant and narcissist. There's a need for political redefinition right now. And then Opa Mashishi says, uh, Numsa must not get out of Kosatu so that they can be able to change it. Kosatu has lost direction. They, they are just there to support Zuma. Stay Gigs Gigaba says, out of the 350,000 Numsa members, most of them are ANC card carrying members. So, uh, they think they very carefully before, as they should think very carefully before splitting. Azania Native says, Numsa is anti-cronyism while Num and Satu have benefited from this. Kosatu is just number one's praise singer. It's the, uh, its president is weak. And Khabo Morifi says um, Numsa failed to mobilize people against the ANC during the elections. So even if it goes, it won't have an impact. Mzi Mahala says uh, the sooner Numsa is expelled, the more time Kosatu and my ANC have to reorganize themselves towards the next uh, election. And Chris Drift says in the interest of workers and democracy, Numsa should leave the alliance and Kosatu unionist please, not politicians needed. Those are some of the comments. Before I get back to the lines, and there are many people holding on, let me just get some comment from our panel this morning. Ntate um, Lisiba, let me start with you, uh, just to respond to some of the issues that were raised by our callers. Yeah, good. No, thanks. I'm glad you made that intervention when somebody said uh, Jim is a coward, but he considered subsequently that why wouldn't you extend same to Kosatu that it is not a coward? So both parties are aware that there would be consequences, but equally they are aware that this marriage con- cannot continue, especially in this form. So we'll see who's going to blink first or who will be courageous enough to take the first move at least in, cu- in, t- in cutting the, 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 the knot. Now the second one, why I would want to believe that uh, um, Numsa would stay on is that if they were to be expelled, there is very likely to be a very strong public sympathy, especially informed by some of the principal stance that Jim and others took vis-à-vis the corruption that had come to eye, um, to be synonymous with certain characters and certain structures. There are principal stance that I think do resonate with a sizable chunk of society that doesn't belong to either of the political parties or to the labor unions. So to that extent, I think they're tactically and strategically remaining in there so that they can be expelled. The next one somebody says to me, why uh, in the best interest of the workers let them stay on? Mm-hmm. But I wonder if you were to ask the workers themselves. My sense is, the, the union has less support today, numerically speaking, than it had in the past, precisely because the people have lost confidence in, in the union. They would rather either be on their own 
or go to new unions than to stay with Kosaki SPC. And that, I, I, that is confirmed by the dwindling or waning of the numbers read their support. Now, there is something called Neusa. That is also interesting to me, that you are taking at least restoring, reviving, and continuing the marriage, while at the same time you are already pitching out hands for the mm. children when you divorce. Isn't that a contradiction in terms? So somebody is not, um, it's not somebody's bona fides here should be challenged and questioned. By the either way it goes, if they would win, they would succeed, all of them, if they were not to use the union membership as cattle, uh, as voter, fodder, and at the same time to use at least the union membership as a bridge to parliament. That is the source of their problem. Mm. And, um, Aubrey, let me just also get your view on that, um, the United uh, Front, and, of course, you know, talk about NUMSA uh, joining that uh, particular outfit. And also, I think, that pivotal question that uh, Ntate Lesiba addressed, which is, what is in the interest of the workers at this point? Well, Sakina, what we must say in mind is that when the actors, in the Kosatu imbroglio talk about the unity of workers or the unity of Kosatu, they're not always talking about the same thing. Uh, there are those who believe that parts of Kosatu must die in order for Kosatu to be reborn, to renew itself and regenerate itself. There are those who believe that uh, to maximize unity um, in Kosatu, there should be no split the, the danger with the idea of unity at all costs is that if a split does not occur, you can't rule out the possibility of protracted battles destabilizing uh, Kosatu for too long. But a, a few things that need to be borne in mind, for instance, are firstly the fact that um, if you look at the past decade, what has impacted negatively um, on the alliance as a whole is a change in the relationship between the ANC and state power in 1994. Uh, That has not been managed as well as it should have been. Secondly, the dominant faction um, in in the ANC has to some extent tried to recreate Kosatu in its own image, and and that has contributed um, to the tensions. If you look at why Kosatu is not uh, expelling NUMSA, there is also the possibility that uh, if NUMSA is expelled, other unions will follow NUMSA. On the other hand, NUMSA must look also at the possibility that uh, contradictions have emerged within the NUM- what I call the NUMSA coalition. If you look at SEPAW, you look at SAMU, contradictions have emerged within those unions, which means another possibility that NUMSA is expelled, the expectation is that uh, other unions will follow, only to find that the contradictions within the NUMSA coalition limit the number of members of the very same unions who will cross over um, if uh, NUMSA is, is, uh, is expelled. Um, but more importantly, um, if you look at it again from the point of view of uh, NUMSA, there are those who might want to say, no, there is a, a Congress in 2015, a National Congress in 2015, to the extent that the battle for uh, a special congress of COSATU has not been won, maybe that battle should be deferred to the 2015 30th anniversary uh, congress of COSATU. 
because some may want to argue that the first prize must be to seize power in Kosatu and then for the Nungsa coalition to recreate Kosatu in its own image. Well, and we're asking you, our listener this morning, uh, have Kusatu and Numsa reached the point of no return? 0891104208, that's the number to call in on. SMS is to 34701, tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. KGM in Cape Town, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your guests. Welcome. Um, to, ans- to answer your question... Yes, they have reached a point of no return. It's only that we we are such hypocritical in our nature, such that even when we know uh, all signs are there, the writing is on the wall, we will still beat around the bush, come with all the hypocritical reasoning that you are hearing in the public discourse, including from the horses' mouths themselves. Now, the point is this, Sakina. I think what we are failing to learn uh, as a new nation, so to speak, is the very same thing that our liberation movement, uh, like the likes of ANC, uh, PAC, and the so forth, also fail to do. That's exactly the same dilemma that the likes of the unions of Kosatu find themselves in. We were supposed to 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 fold everything, close shop, and start afresh. Now somehow we keep lying to ourselves, thinking that they can that we, we can continue with something or unions or political parties that were established for a particular reason at a particular time. If you look at what unions are fighting for now, it's different from what they were fighting before. They were politically linked before. They should not be politically linked now. Now, that is what is causing the problem. And I think for as long as they keep on believing that they can fix instead of just closing shop and starting afresh, we will continue having this kind of problem. All right, that's KGM in Cape Town. Let's hear from uh, Solo in Mkayakude. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina, your guests and your listeners. I just want to make a few comments. I think, in my view, Jean and Kahoot are engaged in politics of brinkmanship uh, in the manner that why would they want to remain in Kosatu, which is in alliance with the ANC, and yet pronounce that they are not going to support the ANC? And on one hand, beating the drums to say they threaten to form a new Labour Party. And yet they are not moving towards that direction. In my view, they are creating confusion and derailing the revolution in the country. And this thing, if you further extrapolate it, what does it mean to the previously disadvantaged people in the context of neoliberal policies in our country? It means the capitalists are going to rage on, continue to benefit from the resources and from the spoils of the country. Meanwhile, we remain uh, in, 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 in poverty. So in my view, there is no direction from Jim except to confuse the whole lot. But the ANC to, to, to conclude. Ah, apologies for that. We lost you there. You couldn't conclude. Uh, if you uh, can, please send us an SMS with those concluding uh, remarks there. Solo 34701 is our SMS line number. Let's go to Nelspreet. So, Zabile, good morning. Good morning, Sakina and your guests. Welcome. Thank you very much for this opportunity. I think, uh, in my view, that this uh, thing of Kosatu and Nomsa, it has derailed for a long time. According to my to me now, I wish that Numsa can be bold enough and pull out from this Kosatu because 
COSATU uh, is no longer relevant to the workers. They are the union that is almost more conscientized itself with the ANC, and this has made a, a negative impact in terms of the workers. Remember that I'm a member of FOPCRO. I know that most of them public servants, unions, they are no longer representing the workers, but they are representing their stomach. They are negotiating with CVs on their armpit. And therefore, I think this thing, of course, that is no longer relevant. I wish NUMSA can be bold enough and pull out from this COSATU thing. Would you, you follow? Much. Would you follow in your personal capacity? Definitely, if, if they can recruit across the if they can recruit across the board, I will follow. And I know that many people they will follow because they want people they want a union that can now represent the workers. Okay, interesting. Uh, the conflicting, uh, you know, um, points of view that we are hearing this morning from members of Kosatu. Let's go to Chris in Johannesburg. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you. I'm fine. I think, firstly, I think, yes, I agree with you, COSATU and NUMSA have reached a point of no return. But is it really COSATU and NUMSA? In my view, it's two ideological uh, elements and extremes. In the first instance, NUMSA, to me, is a represent the re-emergence of what we used to call the ultra-left. In there, I call workerists and, and those who really <clears throat> have always been against what the ANC and, and, and against the NPR. I say re-emergence because this, we are here not for the first time. We have been here before. And these things have been discussed and defined. And to me, expelling NUMSA is just a flexing of muscles of one of the extremes saying we have defeated the idol. And I therefore agree with your, with your, with your, with your, with your panelists to say COSATO as a whole really needs to redefine itself and reposition, reposition itself and say who are we. And, and, and unfortunately, the contest of the two ideological extremes is going to continue. Whether you expel NUMSA or you don't, and unless Corsato sits down and becomes a sober discussion and really says who they are and define themselves ideologically. Okay, thank you. thank you so much, Chris. Let's speak to Saul in Benoni. Good morning, Saul. Yes, good morning, Sakina. Um, just to address the question of uh, what needs to be done is in the best interest of the workers. And I think so far with uh, NUMSA being in this Corsato uh, 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 stable, with Corsato being in the alliance with the ANC, it hasn't really worked because... The, the policies that NUMSA has always been proposing has, has just been ignored by the ANC. So it would be pointless to bite the bullet and continue in, in, in this alliance, whereby the call for the uh, uh, local ownership of the economy is, is not even looked at by, by the ANC. So the best thing for them is to pull out and then uh, just push for, 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 for such things on, on their own. Because, you know, I used to think NUMSA just just blows hot air all the time. But reading an article by Irving Jim the other day on the Star newspaper, it actually makes sense. We'll never see that 5% growth or 6% growth that the ANC is, is, is looking for because the economy is owned by foreign investors and will stifle along with this big problem of unemployment that we've got in the country. So NUMSA pull out and really push for this. And for the rest of us that you, you, your message is resonating with, we'll definitely support you. Okay, Um, not a message as much as a question this morning. So have Kosatu and Numsa reached the point of no return? Gift, your response to that. 
Hi, Sakina, and hi to your guest. I think it has reached a point, but I think your previous caller has hit me in. But three issues quickly with, within 30 seconds that I want your analysts to respond to. One of the issues that makes this crisis within COSATO is the bureaucratic elite within COSATO, which to me, workers are no longer having a control, and this issue has been ignored by the Labor Federation. Secondly, the Labor Federation need to look at the role of the investment companies within, within their fold and look at the way money and corrupting tendencies have eroded trust within the membership from these affiliates. But lastly, uh, I want to say to Obrimashik, and I've raised this, you can't call people to come and consulate and I want to say this is Venezuela because you find some leaders making statements trying to create confusion and disunity within COSATO but to bring them to say they must come and consulate because to me COSATO is not a labor desk of our movement it is just an alley so their challenges can only be dealt within COSATO within their public forums or, or, or conferences rather than bringing someone else on Gunobangela in this crisis on the forum at eight this morning, we asked, have Kosatu and Numsa reached the point of no return? And that's the question you've been responding to. And uh, just a few quick ones from our Facebook page. Um, this one from Charles. Charles says, Kosatu must not expel Numsa. Instead, they must engage and find a solution. Tlaiseka uh, Isaac Daka says, that will be disastrous to expel Numsa from Kosatu. Mtande Nimlambo from Port Shepson says, as a member of the ANC, we still need Numsa. And Wellington Tseke says the relationship is beyond repair now. Let Numsa go and fight for workers and leave Kosatu to engage in politics. Let's take a quick wrap from our panelist, Aubrey. Well, we, we've always understood that the alliance was not meant to last forever. It will break under two conditions when it has achieved its historical mission or when contradictions within it have become so sharp that it cannot continue. Uh, and the question is whether we're at that point. Mm. Um, is this the uh, breaking point for, for Kosatu and uh, Numsa? I think um, once there is certainty, or if there is certainty, that if Numsa is expelled, the majority of its members will stay within Kosatu, the expulsion will okay. And uh, Professor Tifo? Yes. Uh, well, for me, that time has come, and um, the... the um, NUMSA might be emboldened by the fact that AMCRU, while it was faced with immense criticism and challenges, it, it made a mark. So was a small baby called EFF. But perhaps uh, in sympathy with, with them, if they were to look at the role of money, how it has corrupted the soul of, of Kosatu, mm. and how aspiring for political office has also watered down their integrity in the court of public opinion, maybe they can still uh, salvage this. But my last word is that the marriage is irretrievably broken down and the separation is well and mine. Well, that's where we're going to leave it this morning. You will, of course, as always, make up your own mind with all of that information at your disposal. Thanks to our guests this morning, uh, Professor Lisiba Tifo, who is Director of the School of Transdisciplinary Research Institutes at the University of South Africa, as well as Aubrey Machikri, who is Independent Political Analyst and Research Fellow at the Helen Sussman Foundation.